recording. <clears throat> Stupid. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets. My name is Jacob Rupp. Joining me, as always, from Parts Unknown, weighing in at a 375, 4 foot 10, Noah Reynolds. Say, Noah. Hi, Jacob. Thank you so much. Parts Unknown. I'm, I'm your little Anthony Bourdain dude. I, I live out and about. Um, um, uh, no reservations, please. And I'm, I'm a little chode of a man. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm pushing for Hano, and I am under five feet tall. Thank you for joining me today. And this is Chicken and the Nuggets. Joining me, as always, is Jacob Rubb. Hey, from... hey, hey. And we're very pro-Native Americans, too, which, uh, again, no reservations. So I see. <laughs> yes. Right. No reservations, and yet also very much pro-reservations. So. Yes. I like when a restaurant is very orderly and has, like, a, a list. Yeah. Pro-reservations. Um, very good, and thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today. This is Chicken and the Nuggets, the podcast. Um, yes, you if you've made thinking, it this far, if you've made it this yeah. far on the podcast, you might be thinking, um, not the Nuggets, like the Denver Nuggets. Gosh, they haven't played basketball in what seems like ages. You know, is mm-hmm. what's going on? Um, and we'll get to that um, because we do have to talk about that stuff. Um, some you know, breaking type news in the basketball world. Nuggets. Yes. nuggets um, There's a lot of nugget stuff to talk about, Noah. Yeah. I know. Right. It, we're, we're, it could have been a dead period of just boringness, but of course, uh, something have to li- had to happen. Uh, a nug life, I think, is the correct term. It's absolutely um, the correct term. Yes. So nug life uh, keeps chugging along and uh so do our bellies noah uh mm-hmm. our bellies we love to we love to munch munch uh we love to drink drink um you know but uh among everything else we love chicken i think the most uh i don't know if the, the most but maybe air i think air is one and then chicken. i don't know i like supporting a woman's right to choose that's probably what i like the most yes and then Seriously. chicken no cap all facts uh-huh. and chicken, yeah, and basketball, church, church, uh, um, preach, yep, um, word is bond, <laughs> uh, um, very cool, um, yeah, Jacob, thank you for setting yourself up. Um, we did eat as as literally the show. We ate some chicken this week. Um, last week we had um a nice discussion with friend Jeff Tice. We dipped into Popeyes, um. Their new buffalo chicken sandwich, you know, that's a nice national chain. This week, we decided to go local. We decided to go not only local, but brand new, a nice local place that just opened up. Um, so that's a nice change of pace. It kind of gives us um, to be, you know, one of the first people to really get a peek inside of this place. Um, and and where did we go? We went to a new establishment called Cluck Chicken. Um, not to be confused with our hockey podcast, Puck Chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cluck Chicken is a brand new restaurant on South Broadway, which is fitting because it's Southern style comfort food. Noah, nice. uh, and uh, not not to not to 
be offensive about it, but this is does seem like a new restaurant. It's a new place. It's a, a brand new establishment. Uh, but uh, I really liked it. And shout out to listener, um, uh, local crazy person, Phil Corridor, uh, who recommended this place without going there first. Um, and then, uh, but shout out Phil. He, he knew, he knew, uh, he knew what, where to go. And Noah, you asked them, how long have they been open? They, they've been open just over three weeks. Um, so this is a little baby. This is a little baby new um, restaurant. I mean, you could not kill this baby. The, you could not murder this restaurant if mm-hmm. it was inside of a woman in the state of Texas. And frankly, in 26 other states, um, potentially, in the United States of America. Yeah, and those are just facts. Those are facts? Uh, church. Um, church. And um, Jacob, this um, and we'll get into what you mean, of course, by that this place was certainly felt new. But yes, I want to I want to reiterate your point. Shout out to Chicken and the Nuggets super fan Philip Corridor, not a fan particularly of basketball, to my knowledge. Yes, and shout out Phil's brother uh, Johnny Hallways. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, of course, yeah, the, the corridor and hallway family, of the, they go way back. Um, and, um, yeah, so Phil, not a fan of basketball. And Phil, frankly, I, I don't think I've seen him eat before, so he may not even like chicken. But we did, um, he suggested this place. This I have passed it many a time. It's had a coming soon banner on the front of it for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is long overdue, and, um, and let's, let's dive into it, brother. Yes. Uh, so, um, great newest establishment, uh, three weeks old. I liked the simplicity of the menu. Looking at their website, they started as a false, uh, small food truck, Noah. Um, mm. And then uh, it's going to be Denver's favorite in-bar restaurant, you know? So uh, I l- like the menu. Uh, we, we did get just chicken fingers. Uh, I think it was called a chicken finger snack. Um, no, nope. Okay. The chicken finger snack actually, and I actually tried to look at the menu for a very long time. The difference, because we, I think we got the, just the chicken fingers, um, and which were $9. Okay. Here I go again. And then the chicken finger snack was $10. And I was really trying to figure out the difference between the two. And I think the only difference is that the chicken finger snack is tossed in Buffalo sauce. And you also get a side of sauce. Is that, does that, are you looking at the menu right now? Yes, I am looking at the menu, and that is not clear from. But yes, I, I'll take. I, I think you're correct. Uh, but yes, either way, there there are chicken finger baskets. There's a chicken sandwich. There's a chicken club, and you got some classic wings too, which I do really want to try at some point. Nice. Uh, I want to see their wings, and they have a buffalo chicken sandwich. Uh, pretty uh, standard for some chicken places that we've gone to. Seems like uh, kind of the options. Uh, fries and tots. Uh, you can get them loaded tots. You know, those are just drunk or high as fuck tots. Uh, they're loaded, and then uh, fries, which are loaded, but that's have uh, green onions and bacon and stuff so that's, that's they're not drunk um and uh i i did think noah uh, you know we should mention we were looking at the menu and then a uh screensaver came up and uh obstructed the view of the menu uh just to remind everybody this is a brand new yeah. this is a brand new restaurant uh the kinks are working out so um 
it's kind of a little bit of a rush for me personally, you know, uh, just to go up flying blind and hoping that they call them chicken fingers. Uh, Cause I haven't just looked directly at the menu uh, within the last uh, five seconds before ordering, which is what I do. in most Right. Places. And, and my issue with that too is, is I, I technically made a decision on what I wanted, um, which was what you made, but I hadn't made a decision on the sauce. So I was going up there realizing that I was going to have to ask the guy what all the sauces were. And I don't think he dis- he realized that the screensaver was on. So he was probably thinking like, hey, fuckhead, just look at the menu. And it was going to be a whole embarrassing thing. But I was lucky because what I did was actually not the whatever the opposite of rookie is, veteran <laughs> move, um, is um, – he started rattling off the sauces and without the menu's help, I just, he said cluck sauce. And I was like, that's what I got to do as a professional. And as a podcast host, that kind of thing, I got to go for their signature sauce. Um, and then and Noah's so, like, is, is your ranch free range? Is, it, is, yeah. is that, is that a cage free ranch that you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, I'm sorry. Did you not like me talking to the new owner and asking him about his new restaurant? Well, I think the lady owns the place, Noah. So that's pointing out your patriarchy. The lady is the doctor. I understand. Um, Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, um, yes. So it it was, um, where were we? And I also got, um, I I got us some fries to split. Um, So we both just got the chicken tender meal with a side of sauce of your choice. I got the cluck sauce. Jacob, what sauce did you get? I got the buffalo sauce, uh, not to continuing beat a dead buffalo, but yeah, uh, uh, that's continuing on the trend. Nothing weird and out of the ordinary. If you're listening to the podcast uh, for multiple episodes, uh, you'll know that that seems pretty boring. Uh, but I will say, no, the sauce, definitely a highlight of this restaurant of Cluck Chicken. Uh, because My of- sauce. Yes, of your sauces. Uh, but the buffalo sauce, hey, nothing wrong with it. You know, pretty great, pretty uh, standard, pretty fine. But they also have options. You know, I love options. They got Chipotle Ranch. They got a honey Chipotle barbecue, jalapeno ketchup, which you got. Uh, and then they got a garlic agave sriracha, which is like, that seems like fusion um, of That's some sort. Fusion. And then, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the cluck sauce. Um, which uh, is is S A U S E, which I don't know if it's on purpose or just the website, but uh, Cluck Sauce, uh, Noah, very good. I think it's 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 almost it's a similar to a Raising Cane's. Uh, what do they call it? Just their sauce, the Raising Cane, Cane sauce, sauce, I believe. Yeah, they call it that dog's piss or whatever. Um, Jacob. It, it, it's very similar uh, in texture and I think of base. I can't really put uh, my finger on it. Uh, people kept on asking the dude behind the counter what the cluck sauce was. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, we- he he weaved a, a weird web of lies. Um, yeah, turn your TV off. I can hear Sorry. you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just actually came on all of a sudden. <laughs> well, that's staying in. During the middle of my cluck sauce monologue, uh, <laughs> Noah, I love the cluck sauce. I was dipping my my good tendies in there, and uh, these chicken fingers, uh, great, great chicken. Uh, it was a good breaded 
I think it was it felt more like a uh, an onion ring type of breading, mm, which is kind mm. of like a, just a more of a crumble than yeah. the other kind of fingers that we've had. Um, but yeah, the the sauce is definitely uh, probably why you're gonna gonna go back is for some good old sauces. Noah, what were your what was your thoughts? Interesting. Well, you know me, brother. I am always lost in the sauce. Um, it's important not to get too lost in the sauce, which I think this place does a good job of not doing. Um, you mentioned the jalapeno ketchup, which we had alongside of our fries, which I thought was a really interesting combo and tasted yum, tasted yum. Um, and yeah, I, I endorse all, all the things you say about the cluck sauce. It was clucking good. <laughs> there we go. You know what I mean? Um, and um you know cluck my ass if the chicken wasn't good is it wasn't also delicious uh-huh. um um the it was very funny as you said to witness the guy behind the oh it's counter. like fuck yeah like fuck yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was really funny to witness the guy behind the counter have to like you said every single time answer two questions essentially which was what is in the cluck sauce and why don't you guys have any running water? <laughs> because people were just asking for a cup of water and he was like, sorry, we only have bottles. And people were like, what, why? And he's like something with the pipes in the city. And I swear to God, every single fucking person who came in asked those two questions, including me. And I just felt like such an asshole. And every, every time it was a different answer. What's in the clock sauce. He's like, that's oh, some sort of mayonnaise based, uh, tangy spicy and then it's like you know you know it's some sort of like sriracha based with uh ranch it's just like he has no fucking clue it's like uh we just take a bunch of raspberries uh we we squeeze them up um and then uh it's just a bunch of drywall uh in in this in the sauce packet uh i i i i loved uh i love the ambiance um the other customers seemed a little more on edge than we did. I'm not sure what the mood was, uh, but me and Noah, I guess, uh, super chill for this type of uh, establishment. We were we were very chill. It was a Sunday dinner. We wanted some tenders. Um, <coughs> excuse me. People were in there. I can't. Uh, it seemed like people had gone in there angry and left even angrier, which was just so confusing to me. People were storming out of the place. There, yeah. I want to be clear. There, it was not bad service. It took maybe a little longer than you would maybe anticipate a chicken finger place to do. Um, they didn't have running water. And I'm making it sound like some sort of displaced person's camp. It's not. It's a chicken finger place. I mean, we um, had but, to pee in a hole, but I mean, we peed in a hole, and then you know they filtered that water out and put that in the bottles that they served <laughs> Jesus to people. Jesus Christ! No, uh, no, uh, Jacob. Um, no, it was it, it was perfectly fine. I don't know why people were so upset. There are a lot of people who were ordering like boxes and boxes and boxes of chicken fingers, and maybe then you have to wait a long time. That that would make sense, but you know, I I just don't I just don't get. I don't get people's deals these days. I yeah. just don't get it. And and let's let let us be clear. Uh, we were there for the wait. We we were there. We're we're cluck boys ourselves, mm-hmm. um, you know. And uh, oh, and it's funny, Noah. They they started their truck. You know, it was called the cluck truck. 
which did uh, gain popularity through their hand-breaded chicken fingers and hand-cut fries, the Cluck Truck. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the, the pun is all over the website. Uh, do yourself a favor, get clucked. Uh, cluck Yes uh, says Mother Clucker on here. No, it doesn't. That was mine. Uh, but uh, Cluck Chicken, um, I loved it. Noah, uh, I think I'm going to go back soon. I want to try the wings, like I said. Uh, it has like a, a cool, like, divey bar type, you know, feel. And, and It's next to a dive bar, which I feel like the guy maybe mentioned that they had something to do with the dive bar next door. Um, he was wearing a hat of the dive bar that was next door to them. Um, so, yeah, it was it was kind of it, it had that vibe for sure. In a good way. <laughs> In a very good way. So um, I, I'm, I'm looking at the catering. I'm, I'm trying to get some catering going, Noah. I do have a uh, couple events coming up. Uh, my quinceanera, uh, mostly. But right. um, it just says pretty much I have to call in. So uh, That makes we... sense why. <laughs> that would make sense that that's their only thing. Because um, I can't imagine any extra step to that that operation we're making this sound like not good it's very delicious and everybody should patronize it because um because you know they're a small business and mm-hmm. all these cranky bitches that were um you know in in there aren't helping we're yeah. the best we are the best you know because we just we give a cluck you know also we you know you and i jacob we put our pants on one leg at a time we cluck in we cluck out mm-hmm. we do our jobs and um that's that yeah have you you ever seen the adam sandler movie cluck oh i have i cried at the end of cluck actually you know i remember yeah it's yeah yeah it's very sad um but you know like one time this dude he had sex with my wife you know and then and then now i'm the cluck yeah all right yeah you're a cluck hole dude yeah so uh shout out cluck chicken i mean this pun's gonna uh be the next 10 minutes of the podcast you know so uh if you don't like it you could just cluck off but uh noah uh i chicken fingers can't go wrong uh have we we've talked about it but what was your ranking in fingers in your ranking of shapes of chicken um, I guess dinosaur would be number one. Oh, of course, of course, yes, yes, yes. And then number one with a bullet, I should say. And then after that, everything kind of just falls. Thing is, kind of, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't know. Ranking kind of doesn't really. Matter. If you're not first, you're last. Kind of. What about you? I don't really understand the question. Dinosaur shape fit chicken of any kind is the best. Well, I would take a finger over a nugget shape. I see what you're saying. Um, I would I take would a finger just by size over, well, over a fry. I would take it over a fry shape, just a chicken fry, um, which we'll get to um, on the Probably. further episode at some point. Uh, you now, know, yes. Now, this is where I think, um, you know, the culture and kind of like, I don't know if you want to say big chicken necessarily, but certainly like society where we draw the line between chicken fingers and chicken strips, right? Because that's where like, you know, that's where corporations and and restaurants, that's where they can get away with things using semantics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we, we hate we, corporations. We, Noah. Well, 
that's not true at all. I love corporations. You hate corporations. I hate you're corporations. Because you're a little cluckhold. <laughs> yes. I hate when corporations just bend me over and cluck me in the ass, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. And I, and I like it. Um, <laughs> But I, I guess my point is, is chicken fingers and chicken strips, you know, is it a semantics thing? Is it like a real um, legitimate kind of um, metric thing that you can that you can quantify, you know? Nah, it's just whatever. I, 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 you're not you're not seeing restaurants opening that are advertising themselves as a chicken strip restaurant. You know, it's always a chicken finger restaurant. Um, and and I just think that's interesting. Well, sounds like you didn't get clucked hard enough, Noah. All right, you need to what, get are, clucked. What is your position? Are you disagreeing with me? I'm confused. I don't know. I'm pretty confused on the argument. Anyway, okay. it's well, I'm just saying got, just the difference between it. chicken strips and chicken fingers, and where does it end? That's all I'm. Oh saying. yes, it's just Maybe my personal. Yes, it's just yes. my personal preference. It's just my personal preference. You know, like I just like a finger. I like the size of it. I like ripping it into two. I think that's very manageable. It's very uh, what I'm asking uh, is to eat it politely in front of people. You know. No, it's just scarf. You just wanted, you know what? You just wanted to not have the chicken finger versus chicken strip discussion. You wanted to skirt right past it because maybe you're afraid, but that's okay. I am afraid, but you know, I just can't put my finger on it, Noah. Hey, well, I'm gonna strip you down and spank your little ass. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, all right, very sexual episode so far (laughs) for Clutch Chicken. Probably our most sexual episode that we've ever had. Uh, Anything else, Jacob, with this? No, oh, okay, I think that's it. Uh, shout out to Clutch Chicken. Did you have anything else that you wanted to do? No, I didn't. I mean, this place really was good, it's long overdue. Thank you again. We really love um suggestions of places so people take a page out of super listener super fan phil corridor's book and give us some suggestions um preferably places that are currently open um and if not currently open will be opening soon but we will be jumping right on that and phil this is a message to you this place is good so you can now go and eat there Yes, go ahead, Phil. You have the approval. It is a great chicken finger place. And, you know, people keep on telling me, Noah, they're like, hey, I have this place you guys should eat on the podcast. And then if some, if another fucking person says my ass, I am not going to talk to people anymore. I'm, it's I'm not even eat. a restaurant. You can, I mean, do they serve chicken in Jacob's ass? I don't know. Can I get a vasectomy for just talking to people? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that let me crack up. I don't know. I'm looking into a vasectomy, Noah. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. Then you can just dump clips all over. Oh, you're married though. So I am married. I don't think they're no. gonna let me. Apparently, if you don't have a kid, they just don't want to do it. You're not allowed to own land then or vote. Mm-hmm. Jacob, I don't know if you knew this. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official Woo! sports betting partner of the NBA. Now yeah. this week. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Now, it's important I mention this. If you bet $5 on the Sacramento Kings to win this week, it's, that's, a fucking, that's stupid. You're not going to win any money because Sacramento Kings aren't playing. So, looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Sportsbook's same-game parlays, you can do just that. Jacob, what's the same game parlay? 
same game parlay is like a same love parlay, Noah, and we're all about free love. So it has Great. nothing to do. Parlay has nothing to do with the with what pirates say. Um, and- it's actually exactly what pirates say. Oh, okay. um, they bet on a parlay, so that means you know it's either you you bet on like two different things to happen in the game, and then if one doesn't happen, you have to walk the plank. You can create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, how many times Marcus Smart just goes to the back and pretends like he has an injury. Uh, And boom, you have a shot at even a bigger payout, Noah. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. You know what, Noah? We got this Celtics game coming up. Sorry, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna gonna drop I'm gonna drop my betting advice. (laughs) What's your betting advice? And I was gonna do do a peg leg thing with the parlay. (laughs) Our peg leg three legs. (laughs) What's your thing? (laughs) What's your thing? (laughs) I was gonna I was just gonna say bet on Al Horford's rebounds, matey. Uh, call to action. Okay. <laughs> Probably better advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, but yours was a better pirate. Thing. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, I-L-I-N-M-I-N-J. Just code. Why does w- nobody w- know their state codes, you fucks? Abbreviations. Go ahead. <laughs> WI 1-800-NEXT-STEP in AZ, 1-800-522-4700 in CO or NH, 888-789-7777 slash visit slash HTTP slash slash ccpg.org slash chat in CT. 1-800-BETS-OFF in IA, 1-877-770-STOP. In LA, 8778-HOPE-NY slash text HOPE-NY 467369 in NY. Visit opgr.org in OR or call or text TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in TN or 188-532-3500 in VA. 21 plus, 18 plus in OWI, physically present in A-Z-C-O-C-T-I-L-I-N-I-A-L-A-M-I-N-J-N-Y-P-A-T-A-V-A-W-V-W-Y only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbooks for details. Fuck with us. Stupid. <laughs> I, um, I have to mention that um, yes. we had uh, also a friend of the podcast, um, um, beautiful father of a beautiful child, Patrick Scott, um, messaged me um, unsolicited asking for draft advice last night on the Mavs Warriors game. And I said, um, you were there with me, so you helped me out. But um, I, I did say um, line is at three and a half. 
minus three and a half with the Mavs. So I told Patrick, take the Warriors, dude. That's easy. Mavs are not a good team against the Warriors, and um, and they've already lost two in a row. So he won that. He won that, and and that's all thanks to DraftKings. So thank you so much. Did he did he tell you he won too? Did he bet that? He told me he put he placed the bet unless he's a fucking dirty liar, which you know Patrick Scott is is notorious for being a liar. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, so Noah, where should we begin? Uh, before we get to the honestly not very exciting playoff series that are happening right now, um, Denver Nuggets are in the news, Noah. Um, mm. You know, sometimes a Woj tweet gets you horny, like a Jokic back-to-back MVP announcement. Uh, sometimes, you know, you live and die by the Woj tweet. Um, so Woj has been all over it. Uh, the Denver Nuggets uh, president, Tim Connolly, um, who you may have remembered from our last episode, partying with Nikola Jokic in Serbia, uh, is now going to be a Minnesota Timberwolves president of basketball operation he signed a five-year 40 million plus deal that includes ownership equity noah so uh huge deal for tim Connolly. um initially i was very upset by this um initially i thought this was maybe um a nail in the coffin of my uh fanship uh and then i uh i took a nap (laughs) and i slept on it and then i woke up uh realizing that i don't really care who the president of a basketball team is uh and that's not the kind of fan i want to be noah uh i want to have my head in the sand uh i want to be a ignorant ignorance is bliss uh, type of fan and how did you take this news uh noah tim Connolly leaving the denver nuggets for more money and more everything i guess well um jacob first of all well said i i first of all before i go on i would say i'm in agreement with you um second of all i would say that i my initial reaction was certainly what you had which was kind of not only sadness, but doom and gloom, you know, um, and I would say this, that you go online and you, you read things. It's just, it makes things a lot worse. The narrative, um, about this is very, very, very negative. And if you listen to Nuggets fans who are a bunch of fucking pussies, dude, it's, um, it doesn't make you feel good. Um, and you know, I can, I, couldn't spend a lot of time online looking at different people's opinions and takes on it. Um, I mean, even, you know, um, even the pros, you know, the pro writers who were doing stuff, they could not find, um, I mean, it was just total fucking, Hey, this is the end of any sort of window we had, um, as a potential championship team. And, um, I'm looking at all that stuff and I'm like, at first I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm on board. And then, and then my next thought is what yours is, which is like, are, are you kidding? Like, really? Are, are championship teams made and um, not made with the president, with president of basketball operations? 
besides like a handful of teams in the NBA, do are do we know who like the common names are in those positions? You know, um, I think you can. I think it's also the thing is it's so easy to find the negatives in this, but I think it's it it really um, you know it 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 means it you have to be a real fan to try to to look at the the not necessarily the positives but just the future that is bright and the silver linings you know what i mean yeah and and i don't i i do think i do think we are uh we, we try to be a positive podcast mm-hmm. uh I, I i do think uh by saying everybody very too negative about it that i am zagging very hard but with that being said here are my weird things uh and first of all yeah, Nuggets fans are the worst now. I don't know how this happened. I, I have a theory that because it's not on TV, that it's all just people who can actually illegally stream online. So they're, those are those are annoying people. Those are uh, uh, not great. No, that those are us. Yeah, uh, no, that's true. And, and those those that that's us. Um, and I don't know. I just it it doesn't look. I don't want to sit here and say that I know the difference between what a GM and a president does on a basketball team because I probably wouldn't nail it. And I, I get that uh, Tim Connolly was the president, but that doesn't even change who the GM was. I mean, Calvin Booth's probably going to get promoted now, but uh, Calvin Booth was already the GM. He was already going to make most of these decisions. Also, it doesn't take a genius to know that, hey, we should probably give Nikola Jokic all the money that we can, uh, and which is going to happen. And Jokic has if there was anyone who could like rebound and just be loyal to the team it's Nikola Jokic. So I don't even entertain the idea that Jokic cares about this as much as it seems. I, I do think he likes Tim Connolly a lot, but Jokic is also an adult person. He is a dad. He knows he has had players be traded and go to different teams. You don't think he still loves Juancho? You know, like Jokic is going to be fine. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit. Maybe uh, it affects like a Jamal Murray or a uh, uh, MPJ. But I think even in MPJ's case, he's probably uh, a, like a loose fish anyway. And he's also doesn't seem like he would love a president or a boss <laughs> of any sort. So I don't think he minds either. Also, no Nuggets players has tweeted about it except Bones. Uh, <laughs> and Bones is just hella online. Jamal Murray tweeted about a dunk yesterday. He didn't tweet about Tim Connolly leaving. Like, I don't understand. Like, I would get it if he, like, shouted him out or anything, you know? And I get, like, Tim Connolly is a good GM, and and this keeps on happening. But also, the Cronkies are hiring good GMs, too. Like, that's that's a fact. That's a track record of a fact. So so this is – sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, that's, that's pretty much it. I have a few points to that. We, um, the Nuggets also let go earlier in the year to the Bulls, Archuris, I can't pronounce his last name, Carson and Noves. Yes, you know AK. Yeah, AK. Yes, AK, thank you. Um, and he became the Bulls president of operations. Um, now, in addition to the back office people, you know, you have Wes Unsell. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Nuggets are, are, um, full of, I mean, certainly in the last few years, I, I don't know, 
Um, I mean, I think it's clear that the development is beyond just players. It's, you know, um, the staff and it's um, executives. It's, it goes beyond um, what we're just seeing on the court. Um, and also like to your other point is, yeah, I, I don't know the, the difference between these other jobs, GM, president. And at the end of the day, you know, Josh Kroenke is also going to be the guy who makes the ultimate calls as far as, you know, free agencies or who's going to get the money or who's not going to get money. You know, who are we going to sign from um, the G League and all that kind of stuff? I have to imagine, you know, I mean, it's a family business. It just seems like he's he's going to be the guy who makes ultimate calls, whether or not, you know, these guys have the title of president or general manager or whatever. Um now the problem, the other thing with this whole this whole, I mean, um, situation is that it's brought up the idea of just the Cronkies and Cronky Sports and and everything just um, um, not caring about Denver and not caring about the city as a basketball town and you know this is just kind of like icing on the cake with this. Um, uh, you know, no TV for the last three years, the last three seasons, and it's just pouring salt into the wounds. And and that whole narrative, uh, I have a hard time <laughs> disagreeing with is my problem. You know what I mean? The Tim Conley thing is like a person and and that whatever I, I can, you know, I can feel I can I can zag on like we're doing. But when it's like we've been in Nuggets, you know, we've been Nuggets fans for so long and and it seems like it's, you know, repeating itself like with the Maasai thing which I'm sure we'll talk about um and TV it, it does seem like this billionaire um the Nuggets are are the absolute last priority for him in terms of his sports teams you know and that's really sad yeah and I'm the last one to like rag on billionaires you know no I except well I'm the last one you love billionaires that's what I mean. <laughs> I I love billionaires. Uh, right. I love the show Billions. Uh, yeah. I love it all. But yes, the Cronkies. I mean, I could. I see why it's discouraging overall. You know, I don't want to like go too hard, but it, because it it is a weird pattern. It it is like yeah, the Cronkies won their Super Bowl, um, and it seems like that's what they care about, which is okay. They they own Arsenal, is that right, Noah? Yeah. Uh, so they they do have a football team, uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I. It's just like I I know like there's there's a school of five like you know fans shouldn't care about the the money the owner spent right and I agree with that but then I don't then in the same vein I'm like well fans shouldn't care about who the president is then sure. <laughs> you know like uh, well, I, so- and, yeah and I think it it, it takes it, it takes a lot just to be like. This one guy is why the Nuggets organization had a good culture, had a good thing. It's like so nobody helped. Like Pete, these the, the uh, team is probably still going to be there. You know what I mean? Like I get, I get Tim Connolly is probably a great decision maker, a great eye for talent. Um, you know, um, but like fuck, dude, like. <laughs> 
You don't think Jokic knows who he wants to play with? <laughs> Jamal's been coaching for a year. Let he, you don't think he knows? Like, it's not that hard to be like, yeah, let's just try to find a good 3 and D guard that oh. can actually play with the Nuggets. Like that, and then it's like, oh, now all of a sudden uh, the Nuggets are uh, back to being a contender. I mean, for all we know, we could be seeing like the transition into like a, a Jokic um, LeBron type of guy. I mean, maybe, maybe Jokic wanted him out. <laughs> I mean, and I'm just making stuff up now, but you know, I, I'm on board with the idea that everything is going to, everything is going to be made. I would like to think to make Jokic happy. And yeah. the idea that people are jumping to the conclusion that Tim Conley leaving is somehow a domino beginning to fall with all these other pieces like, Oh, Jokic will go to Dallas in the next three years. It's like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to me and I don't buy it. And it's also, um, it's also just like counterintuitive to be, to want to be a fan and, and have all this pessimism. Um, and yeah, just the overall thing of, of, I, I don't buy that, that, this Nuggets team, this face and their personality was absolutely centered on Tim Conley. That that doesn't um I don't I don't buy that. Do you think um Jokic knows about it? So that was the other thing I was gonna bring up. He doesn't he's not even gonna be in the United States of America in for four more months. Three or four see, more months. You see the video? He's somewhere cool partying with Zubac. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. So yeah, he's probably um I mean it's like he maybe he knows, and maybe his wife told him, and he's like, "Who the guy who came? You know, oh yeah, the guy who came in part." Yeah. And we're, I mean, he knows who he is, of course. But um, yeah, I mean, Jokic is is um, when it's not basketball season, he doesn't care. I think really. Yeah, and this this would be may I I would be more concerned about especially Jokic if Malone was out, right? Of course. I mean, uh, and and it makes me even more hilarious about. Uh, Malone haters because like it made me think about well if Malone was gone this feels like everything's falling down kind of uh, so I don't know Noah this it, it seems uh, not a great start to the offseason uh, this is the most important offseason in Nuggets history probably uh, so I, I, I can see that that this is uh, not good vibes to start off on um, but you know uh, I, I, I think uh, we have to trust that Calvin Booth is is a serviceable um, front office NBA player, uh, NBA person, you know. And or, or we go along, we continue on not giving a fuck, and and hope that you know the people that we see on TV or on our illegal streams with our own two eyes are the people that are gonna um, be the ones that take us to a championship. That being the coaching staff and the players. Um, I can't, I mean, I just can't, I, I, yeah, I don't know the out of touch of, of between like executives and, and, um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I don't, um, there aren't very many people like Tim Conley. So he is, he is unique and very special, um, in his position, but, um, you know, I just hope and, he has fun in and, Minnesota. Yeah, and just general shout out to Tim Connolly. He got a bag. If you he was underpaid, probably. Um, and now he has equity and like literally generational money. 
um, now uh, to be a part of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who also are a pretty exciting young core, you know, and the Nuggets, once you sign Jokic to Supermax, there's not a bunch of shit you can do as a GM or as a president. Like, you you don't have that much flexibility. With the Timberwolves, you can do a lot of stuff. It's, it's, it's more exciting, honestly, to be, like, a cool young team on the rise than a team that just, like, needs a couple pieces around Jokic um, to, to contend, you know? I mean, that's just kind of based, like puzzling is 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 more challenging for people you know for sure does so, um yeah. does the re- the just history repeating itself Maasai kind of stuff does that bug you a lot more or, or specifically or anything like that it bugs me a little bit but there it was a little reported that the nuggets did offer him stuff but without equity right right so like i don't I, I want to believe that they tried a little bit, but, you know, it's like this happens in sports everywhere, right? Like the Patriots move on from Tom Brady because they like a quarterback, a younger quarterback, you know, like if they're so high on Calvin Booth that they think they can let him go, then, you know, I don't know. And, and we can talk about how good Connolly has been, but you can argue it hasn't really worked. They didn't win sure. a championship, yeah. you know, like uh, it's not like we're talking about a championship winning GM either. And as much as we talk about Masai too, uh, he got the keys to the kingdom again, a, a similar type deal in Toronto, but it's also, they were a younger, more exciting team that could do some shit. Uh, and they know. didn't have Kawhi at the time either. No. So they yeah, got they, Kawhi no. and then ended up winning a title. Um, and there's like a million what ifs. Like, I don't know if totally. if Nuggets just, you know, the bubble, there's two three to one comebacks. If one of those series goes bad, we're probably not even caring about Tim Connolly at this point. Uh, they, he drafted Jokic second round. Uh, he didn't think he'd be a two-time MVP because that's never fucking happened or anything. Uh, so without Jokic, maybe he's not a great GM, you know? Even recently, I mean, the Aaron Gordon move, I still love and think it happened. But, you know, uh, RJ Hampton would have been a great guard to have <laughs> for a long time. There's a million what-ifs like this. But uh, all of it to say that, you know, it's still just sports and most of it relies on, hey, if Jamal Murray comes back and looks really good, everything's probably fine. <laughs> so sure. it's like, it's and more about Jamal's knee or ankle or whatever uh, than it's ever been still. I, I'm i in agreement, and and I think we, we touched on it too, and, and that's the relationship between Coach Malone that he has with all these guys who I didn't now... mean to clear out too much. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ISO for too long. No, we both ISOed for a little bit. That okay. was good. I think it's okay. good, dude. This is important. It's important people hear this. Um, and um, it's good because so many people are going to take this news as some sort of apocalyptic shit. And um, you very, you very easily can. And you very, there are very, um, um, you know, plenty of points that um, you could you could take and um, make it the worst news, you know, worse than um, Jamal's injury or MPJ's injury. But what we're trying to do here is not be like that. And I think that's good. Um, and I forgot what my point was going to be. Yeah, plus, like, you know, um, 
it, what was I going to say? Damn it. <laughs> I tried to make it up from you. Now we have a bad segment. Fuck. Bad segment. Fuck. Um, well, I guess this is what I have to say um, about all of that. Patrick Beverly's um, potential has only just begun. And whatever Tim Connolly is going to do with him, I am absolutely ecstatic for. Um, so that's really exciting. <laughs> also hilarious that Tim, one of the, like the last moves Tim Connolly does is uh, sign MPJ to a super max and then just bounces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, they're not all hits. No, yeah. of course not. Reunited, he's going to be reunited with Malik, um, which will be nice. I mean, if Malik stays with Minnesota this offseason, is he up for a contract? The point I was trying to make, no, I Sorry. remembered, is that I don't worry about the players too much. You know, just like this is a business, Tim Connolly just went and got money. These players get paid to be on a team. Uh, this is their boss. Like, if your boss got fired, Noah, you're not going to, like – I don't know. It's just that you, you get a different boss, right? Yeah. Do you think any of your employees are going to be upset when you no. get fired, when you um, get a better job, I mean, and get equity in your next business? No, because they get paid on right. these jobs. Uh, any more thoughts about Tim Connolly, Noah? We should touch on these playoff series maybe uh, before we get out of here. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, no more thoughts. I'm very happy with everything he's done. For this um, franchise, dude. I mean, I mean, we'll look back at it and and we'll see that these are some of the most important, if not the most important, um, yes, in 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 our the franchise history, and and that'll be important. And I think you should be proud of that. Um, and, and people I hope... give people give him credit for drafting Jokic, right? But the 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 master, the genius stroke is trading Nurkic away right. and just. Yeah betting it all on Jokic because right. that was not clear uh, for a while. It sure. seemed like Nurkic was uh, more solid uh, of a center. Um, so shout out to that move. That's, that's, that's an amazing uh, GM move. So totally well, well said any, any other final thoughts for you except that? No, I think that's it. Noah. Um, to uh, kind of recap the old playoffs that are happening. Playoffs. Uh, playoffs. It looks like the Nuggets uh, are um, rooting interest in having the Warriors win just so we could say the Nuggets lost the NBA champions. is pretty close, Noah. Uh, mm -hmm. The Warriors are up 3-0 on the Mavs. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? I... I Luca's doing a lot, uh, but yeah, Warriors just seem um, kind of just a, just too good. I'm not sure. Warriors are a better team. They're a better two-way team. Um, they, I mean, I think where the clear difference for me is just the experience. I think you know how many fucking playoff rounds and just minutes have collectively the, these Warriors players played, not just. I mean the big the the three Draymond Clay and Steph alone, um, and um, when you have guys like Kevon Kevon Looney going off in random ass games, like that's just totally unhelpful for the Mavs when they do have to rely on Luca, um, in a similar way that the Nuggets had to rely on um, Jokic. I mean Luca is not a distributor by any means. I don't think in the way that Jokic is or. Um, I mean, he, I don't think he can similar, really. 
similar gravity, like a gravity pull, right? Like you just have to pay all the attention on them. For sure. For sure. Um, and also just in the sense that he runs the offense in such a way that everything has to go through him. And there's not really, I mean, who's the second guy on the Mavs? Like Brunson or... I mean, um, Brunson, uh, Dinwiddie's kind of more of... Dinwiddie's uh, had, yeah, a really good he, season. Yeah, and he, um, he, but he plays like kind of primary ball handler when Luca's out too. So right. he, has, he has kind of like a cool spot. But yeah, it is kind of funny seeing him out there where you're just like, oh, he's out there with Maxi Kleba right. and David Bertans, who's the no, same a, player. Those are the same players. Right, yeah, it's not a good <laughs> roster. It's, no. it's still amazing. I mean, that Suns game and series is still really incredible that we'll keep looking back on. Yeah, what happened? Why aren't the Suns in this series? Why aren't the Suns in the series? I yeah, we I don't think we've maybe I haven't been paying enough attention on the postmortem of that, but whatever happened. Um there talk has about to a be team some. that should be way more worried, bro. I mean, fucking take our goddamn president of operations. I don't want anything to do with the Suns or the Jazz. You know what I mean? I think we're in a really good position, frankly. Yeah. And hey, uh Nuggets are back in like an under uh, underdog type role, you know, which is which is always... kind of where we thrive. Exactly where we thrive. Uh, so shout out. Looks like the Warriors are going to be in the finals, uh, barring a miracle run by the Mavericks. Uh, I've enjoyed watching Luca play, uh, but then the Warriors just—they're so good on defense too. They—they're good at taking away uh, either what you want or taking away everyone else. So it's like, yeah, Luca, you can score fifty if you want, but that you're going to score like seventy points total. Yeah. So uh, crazy shit. Uh, it, it's, it's just like a weird feeling. Cause you know, the, uh, the Warriors just got like fucking destroyed by the Grizzlies in a playoff game. Like, and, and then just like a couple weeks later, they're going to be in the finals and they're, yeah. they might have a, a lot more rest than the finals team. So a playoff just, game without jaw, a Grizzlies team that didn't have jaw. Either. Yeah. So just kind of weird vibes about the playoffs in general, I think, um, just there's and, not like a juggernaut team. No, and and I've been watching. I've actually been enjoying the Celtics Heat series, and and this has been a super back and forth series. Like, um, I mean, each game one team is is kind of dominating the other team, and you know, you all you know how I feel about Jason Tatum and everybody dick riding him, and um, I'm ready for him to um, continue to be inconsistent, um, but. Um, Shout out to you, Buff Derek White. Maybe he can get, uh, maybe he can get a ring. But I'm, I'm all on board with Jimmy in the Heat. I, w- I hope they win. Um, but I do. It does kind of seem like a Warriors um, chip to lose. They do seem like the best team right now. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting. I mean, the the Celtics Heat uh, both. I, I feel like defensively they could match up against the Warriors pretty well. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the Heat sneak by the Celtics again. Uh, I think they kind of, again, they're like a, such a smart defensive team, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they can throw shit that uh, really confuses the Tatum and uh, uh, Jalen Brown, who uh, it just can't dribble um, a basketball, which is pretty cool. And then Al Horford, you know, I don't know. And then Derek White misses every shot he takes yeah. too, but shout out to uh, yeah. Save those <laughs> shots for when you're playing the Nuggets. Cause that's yeah, in San Antonio. yeah, really <laughs> in the playoffs really kills it. 
Uh, so I'm excited, Noah, for this. Uh, we'll we'll talk about Tim Connolly if anything else comes up about it. Uh, the Josh Kroenke does have a press conference tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see what becomes of that. Probably just a Calvin Booth promotion or something. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about that too. See what our thoughts are. Um, Any- it's also kind of cool, Noah, that um, I think I could be like the GM of the Nuggets more today than I did a week ago, probably. Like, yeah. I think it's actually uh, doable. Yeah, and I think I could be president of operations, which would make me your boss? Or We're probably, not really right? sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm just the sound guy. But I'm, prob- well, I'm probably your boss in the, this scenario, in whatever scenario. Um, DJ pause. DJ pause. Pause the music. Last last thing, um, you yes. watched a hockey game. Did you like it at all? I've watched two hockey games. Cool, I was going to watch one tonight. Too. Colorado Avalanche. I'm going to try to watch it tonight. Um, cool. Uh, in 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 a word, uh, not really vibing with it yet. Cool. Uh, yeah. Vibes okay. Vibe, vibes are vibe okay. check okay. okay. I do like the Avalanche are good. Um, I don't understand strategy at all. I can't pick out like the good abs player when they're playing you know what i mean like, i can't i can never even see the fucking puck it that, is impossible to see yeah that too um but i do enjoy it, it has that soccer feel when like you actually score it's like it's pretty awesome right so yeah. that's pretty cool but yeah overall um it is like kind of like soccer i just can't understand the language Right. Yeah. And I mean, everyone playing is some sort of Russian war criminal and um, it's all it's all kind of just nonsense. So overall, I agree with you, Jacob. I think I'll stick with my Kenny, my Ernie Jr., my Chuck and my Shaquille. Thank you very much. But go Avs, go Buffs, go Nuggets. You should say that the the NHL halftime shows on TNT are so boring and they actually say nice things about the players while the TNT broadcasters uh, are still the best players in the world in their eyes. So I think uh, when you're, yeah, I think when you're a hockey player and you're getting paid like as much as a teacher or some shit like that, then you're not allowed to be made fun of. No. I don't know how much hockey players make. I assume it's dog shit because it's a dumb sport. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the Avs, um, hometown team, and to the Nuggets, their continued success. We will be winning a championship in the next two years. Yep, and if the Avs do it this year, we're huge fans from day one. So We've always been fans. I mm-hmm. eat, breathe, and sleep fucking burgundy and white or something. Joe Sackick, Adam Foote. Adam Foote. Oh, Milan Hayduke, Patrick Waugh. Patrick, wah. Stay tuned for our new podcast. Um, um, anything to plug, Jacob? Uh, nah. You can plug cool. this butt. <laughs> yeah, seriously, plug up Jacob's butt. You can see me plugging up Jacob's butt. Um, <laughs> this weekend, two shows. <laughs> yes, 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 two shows. It's on the corner of Colfax and Thirteenth. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, cool. thanks, thanks everybody. For listening, everybody, hey, rate, review, buy our shirts. Um, buy subscribe. Our shirt. Um and um um tell everybody tell everybody suggestions anyway that's right, it thanks bye, bye. nuggets are dead.